in a year forecasted to create a perfect alignment to manifest all the mindful intentions from the past, in the United States it boiled down to masks, side eyes, grocery prices, and memes. Pulled straight from social media, we use biblical truth as the litmus test. The process to begin transformation begins with acknowledging there is a problem. Here is one such story. In my TV watching days, I loved Law and Order. It didn't matter which series. I could solve cases in under an hour and feel good about humanity. Well, sort of. As I've gotten older and now spend my leisure time writing, reading, editing, researching, and discovering more things about how people live, I've learned a couple of things. One, the God of the Bible is a deep well of knowledge. And two, much of our human behavior is a response to embarrassment. Why is that? According to Google, embarrassment or awkwardness is an emotional state associated with mild to severe levels of discomfort experienced when someone commits a socially unacceptable or frowned upon act that is witnessed by or revealed to others. Am I embarrassing you? In the everything-is-caught-on-camera society we live, it is challenging to escape the feeling of being watched. Which means there are more opportunities for one to be self-conscious and feel bad about their social or personal mistakes. The purpose of this emotion, according to psychologists, is to learn. If we study the Bible, the scriptures offer incredible examples of how our emotions are first towards God. The behaviors or responses we commit to acting out is an action for or against our living Savior. It takes discipline to reroute one's thoughts to think higher. The crimes of our embarrassment may lead others away from the gospel. I want to offer these two scriptures for us to study as a way to mindfully minimize the sinful reaction to embarrassment, which again could cause division or rebellion against Christ our Lord. In the Old Testament, let's turn to 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves, and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. In the New Testament, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. I pray these two scriptures will help us remember why we exist, who we are living for, and how we are to behave. Let us be mindful of Jesus, for He is mindful of us.
Hello, incredible purpose talkers. Thank you for engaging in last week's episode, Minimize Punishment, Maximize Forgiveness. We had a few debates about forgiving ourselves and if that is even possible. The consensus from one of my group sessions is that we have to surrender and humble ourselves before God and allow His perfect love to cover our sins. We need to accept the grace. At the root of forgiveness is acknowledging the error or sin and knowing that it was first committed against God. The hierarchy or level we need to approach pardoning someone for committing a crime against humanity is that we must, we have to know that God is grieved by it first. That process places a new light on how we behave in the aftermath. Okay, I just wanted to share that and thank those who participate in the group sessions, who share this podcast and continue to support this ministry by doing their work with God. It is so rewarding to see your faith steps in action. Would you want your most embarrassing moment to be shared or perhaps replayed for millions of people to see? I've asked this question on other platforms and the answer was a resounding, "Uh uh-uh, no sis, I'm good. Unless, now hear this, unless it benefited them financially. For the capitalist whose bottom line is impacting the community and giving beyond themselves, notice what I said there, they have learned that the more temporary discomfort they endure, the less work they need to do to bring awareness to their business, cause, ministry, or work in general. You've seen them. You know them. Perhaps you are the them I am referring to. The extraordinary individuals that will sit in the dunking booth, shave their heads for charity, or just allow people to see that they are human. So what do embarrassment, punishment, and forgiveness have in common? They are the awareness we can walk in. So let's walk in it. A person who is ashamed for what they have done or problems they've caused realize they first sinned against God. The natural follow-through is to seek his forgiveness and then that of the parties involved. A person who is ashamed most likely will behave differently moving forward. However, a guilty person, one who claims innocence, will not take responsibility, and will do everything in their power to make you believe it was your fault. We need not look further than Genesis chapter 3. Not learning from the Word of God, the people He made, the stories we follow, the repeated failure of doing evil in the Lord's sight, keep us from living a life free in Christ. The extensive ways we have to cover up our sins because we are too embarrassed to admit fault is mentally, spiritually, and physically exhausting. We strain relationships, 
and the opportunity to testify to God's great grace, mercy, and strength get watered down and confined to the human, this is all God can do perspective. But what if you, we, I shouted the name of Jesus and declare him as our savior? What if you showed up in the peculiar, fearfully, and wonderfully made person that we are, that you are, and authentically live your life out loud for God? Hmm. Admit your faults. Seek God's forgiveness and make things right with those you know you have wronged. God is jealous for us. His love is like a hurricane. We are his trees planted by the still waters. He walks with us in the shadows of our doubt, frustration, embarrassment. God can increase our faith if we have but a mustard seed. Go ahead and blush. Be uncomfortable for a little while and let pride take a back seat in the journey of your life. For who are you living? Are you embarrassing God? I hope you will continue reading and studying God's Word. Your personal, intimate relationship with our Lord is the foundation of your healing process. Your mind is a place you cannot escape. Train your thoughts to obey Christ. Join me next week and don't forget to share Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show with your circle. Together, we can make a powerful impact. Please check the show notes and visit www.OurGivenPurpose.com for more information and resources. This is Tori, and you've just actively participated in Am I Embarrassing You? on Talking on Purpose with Tori. This is the podcast. We would love to hear from you. Leave us a voice message and it will be played on an upcoming episode. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and please visit OurGivenPurpose.com to get acquainted with all this ministry does. We are expecting God's message to reach the ends of the earth. And I am grateful to be part of the Great Commission. There's purpose in our emotions. We choose how to react. Be humble and not arrogant. Be kind and not angry. Be modest and not prideful. Have faith and not fear. Your thoughts are thinking, so make sure you can see what they are saying. Blessings to you, my purpose talkers. See you next week.